Hashem is here. I hate this idea that you're the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Thank you for joining us tonight on Pod is War Podcast. I am X Codizzle X, your former Podcore champion. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Congra- I did it! Congratulations, I Ed. I finally won what's rightfully mine! Yeah! I'm so thankful this burden is off of me. The pressure was too much. You'll probably get it back at SummerSlam, so I'll probably suck. <laughs> We we have so much faith in each other. God, I hope you yep. win it just so I don't. <laughs> yep, it's like hot potato. Nobody wants it. Nobody Nobody wants why? Because we don't want we don't want to make that trip down to the post office with a toy belt in our hands to mail it out. Well, luckily, I'll uh, I'll see you in Lowell in two weeks at that wrestling under. Yeah, the stars. making it even more embarrassing for me. I gotta be like, I'm gonna go around there. I'm gonna say to the young bucks, I'm the real champion. I'm the real champion. You guys are paperweights. You guys have. I don't think Ed, you have any idea how much I make gush over the young bucks. I have a feeling you're gonna like have a hard on for days. There's so many days that it's gonna go on to weeks. Dude, <laughs> when I see Del Rio there, when I see McFoley, like the Kingdom, the Young Bucks, uh, fucking Samoa Joe, Warbeard Hanson, it's pretty much a Ring of Honor show. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty so, much Ring of Honor it's... with a little bit of TNA. A little bit. And then Very some local little. guys. Then some local guys. But yeah, Derek's not joining us this week. He had a, he had a family emergency, so it's just me and Ed. Hi, Ed. Uh, bear down, suckers. <laughs> I guess we might as well get in the news before we get into the uh, Battleground pay-per-view. I know this past week I saw New Japan announced at their uh, G1... A uh, little press conference that WWE, NXT, and New Japan have a scouting uh, partnership they just announced, which I'm curious on how that's going to go, because I know Ring of Honor's wicked pissed that Jushin Thunder Liger is going to be at NXT in Brooklyn, because I know Ring of Honor and New Japan kind of have that little contract, well, not really contract, but little partnership. Talent, talent agreement. Yeah, thing. talent agreement. Kind of like the SmackDown ECW talent initiative back in 2000. And- Eight or nine. Yeah, and uh, New Japan, I believe they're sending stars to that Brooklyn event that's happening the same night as NXT TakeOver. So is that, is that why Jushin Thunder Liger is going there? I think so. I, well, William Regal uh, and Jushin Thunder Liger are apparently good friends, so that's why he called them. So, Wait, I mean, don't, you have, don't you have some news regarding that? That somebody, something very special? Like... <laughs> You can go ahead and tell everybody. I think they'd like to know Well, it, it's how not, dedicated you are. It's not 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure it's etched in stone anyway that me and my buddy Nick may be going to NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn. I'm pretty goddamn excited. If I, I, I'm trying not to gush too much, but I'm pretty excited. That's two wrestling events in one month that I'm going to. Pretty big ones, too. Yeah, so... I mean, I mean, even 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 the Lowell one. I know it's not the big time leagues, but see Samoa Joe. 
Del Rio, Rey Mysterio. You've seen a bunch of former world champions. It's like, yeah, Mick Foley. Like, it's going to be a yeah. hell of a time. I'm excited for that Mickey, just as much. Mickey, Mickey James. Oh, my God. I can't forget about her. And the Young Bucks. <laughs> Let's not forget about the Young Bucks. And the sure, Kingdom. we don't have to forget about them. And we get to see Maria, Maria Canellas. I'm excited to see her. I, oh, my God. I hope I... If I if I can at least have like two minutes just to say to her, I thought her promo at Ring of Honor like thirteenth anniversary show was like the crown jewel of that night. I thought it was the best promo I've ever seen. It was good. If you haven't checked it out, maybe on YouTube somewhere. I don't know, but this all stemmed from like what New Japan, yeah, Jushin Thunder Liger. I'm I'm curious what the future is with NXT and New Japan. Like, do we see the Bullet Club help Finn Balor? Do you see AJ Styles wrestling Finn Balor? If I see Dude. if I see AJ Styles on NXT, that's when I'm gonna mega gush, like gush on like different levels of gushing. That could be like one of the biggest like matches ever. I know they probably face each other, but you know what they should do? Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles in NXT. It's like a TNA match. With a ROH and New Japan guy, but I think, yeah, Samoa Joe's just NXT and was ROH. I think he's fully out of them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my New Japan news. I was pretty excited when I saw that. And Ed, I think you had an article about. I, I yeah, know, you know, it was um, it regards Kevin Owens. Um, I know I, I got a lot it. to say on that, but yeah. <clears throat> Basically, what I've just pulled up is on Raw Monday, Owens was used as one of the wrestlers involved in the brawl between The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar trying to break it up. A spot that generally belongs to mid-carders because why put elevated talent in that situation? But to be honest, if it's mid-card, why was Sheamus out there? Why was Rusev out there? Cesaro, you know? After defeating John Cena at the Elimination Chamber in May, Owens has not been had a televised win over a main event talent. His last roster win on television was against Cesaro and on June 6th, June 16th at SmackDown tapings. According to F4W Online, Owens has been dropped to an upper mid-card position due to the fact that WWE officials do not see him being on the level of Cena, Orton, or Rollins. Based on recent storylines, though, and I'm kind of excited about this, it appears that Owens will likely be feuding with Cesaro and Rusev as, as his next program. I personally look forward to that. I think Cesaro can make Rusev look better than Cena did. Oh, he will. And he already honest, has. And how about that match with Cesaro and Owens? I think both of them could rub off each other really well, and oh, I yeah. think they could propel. But I think that well, does... like Cesaro, Cesaro is he's getting a push, and it's about damn time. I've been saying this since what 2012. Did you see the debuted? YouTube clip that? Uh, John Cena put over Cesaro after their match. I, I haven't seen it, but I heard about it. I watched it. It was really well done. I can tell Cena really likes him. And you know what? And I, if John Cena endorses someone... Get the uh, golden ticket. But I'm curious, yeah. does John Cena not like Kevin Owens? Because I think this is kind of bullshit to be on. And I'll, I'll go into further the match in a little bit, but I'll just put my two cents in just for a little bit right now until we... I'll put a little postmark on it now. I think it's bullshit. I think Owens can hold his own. He's selling more merch than just about anyone else right next to Cena. That's probably why. What I was also reading that stems off that article was longtime producer Kevin Dunn. Fuck Kevin Dunn. 
okay, between the WWE management, half is like wanting him to fail, half wants him to succeed. And Kevin Dunn apparently wants him to fail because, you know, it all goes back to Triple H running NXT and he's going to take over for Vince and that Kevin Dunn might be afraid that when that happens, he's out of a job. He should get but, out of a job. Yeah. I mean, Vince McMahon has final say, yes, we know that. But you got to understand, it's like, dude, you can't bury Kevin Owens like this. You, that, you, you have the prime, like, okay, what if when Finn Balor comes up? I'm scared. And they, they're in the same boat. Like, what if, if they bury him too? Why are you going to ruin the possibility? Like, Triple H has their backs 100%. We know that. Dude, Kevin Owens but, is Triple H's golden boy, as we all know. He loves Kevin Owens. And I, I, I can't. I, I do too. I guarantee Triple H ain't gonna take this bullshit. I know he's not. Triple H has a lot more pull than you think. Cause not because he's married to Stephanie. That's a good reason why. But Triple H has done his. He's paid his dues. He's he's a corporate guy. He he has a lot to say. I feel like Triple H probably has pulled Kevin aside and look. This is the bullshit I've been dealing with. <laughs> this is why I put so much fun into NXT. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about the uh, Cena match and what's coming of the feud that apparently has fucking ended, and it ended in a shitty way. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. We, we might as well dive into Battleground a little bit, unless we got any more final bring-ups before we dive into the pay-per-view. Ed, any bring-ups before we uh, go into that? Um, there's a fire truck outside my window. Hmm. I see one of those every week here in my apartment complex. Um... Yeah, I think no. I think most of what we have to talk about is probably going to be the Undertaker Brock feud, and I got a lot to say about Kevin Owens and John Cena. So we might as well just dive right into the card pre-show match: King Barrett defeating our Truth. Yep, the roller coaster ride for King Barrett continues. So lose one week and then win the next week, and lose the next week, win the next week. It's like they don't know what to do with him. I think he's got great talent, and just like they can't find. I think he still has a lot to offer. He's still great in the ring, you know. I think but he's not getting younger. I know, but you, you know what Barrett pretty much is at this point. He's Dolph Ziggler. Ugh. You know, you know he is. He's well, great, but too. they he loses. Bad news: Barrett even lost a shit ton when he was IC champion. Yep. I don't get. He's bad news booking. I've been saying it for months. Thank God he didn't lose the crown, but at this point, the crown doesn't mean shit. Although it looks fitting on him because he's English. I like his, uh, the cape he's got. Oh, I like it. I like the whole thing. I think it fits him perfectly. It's like William Regal when he won it. I mean, King Regal. I mean, come on. They're British people. You know, royalty and English people go like Cherry Pie and Warren. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the king of the ring is just. For comedy now. I, I the last like, great king was King Booker, in I, my opinion. I would agree, because you know what happened with King Booker? He, he won the he, fucking title. He won the title. And Queen Charmel made it even better. Oh my god, maybe Barrett oh, needs hey a manager. Maybe, king Booker. Maybe Barrett needs a manager? I don't know. It's Lana. I, I don't think we... I think... I don't think <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm think I think I think. I don't think King Barrett's gonna resign whenever his deal's over. I don't know. I feel like it's pointless at this point. I feel like I did 
hear a YouTube clip of him saying he's not going to re-sign when his contract is up. Because I think he's still kind of going through his shoulder-elbow problems that have been costing him most of his career. But I don't know. What, what do you think of the match? I thought the match itself was pretty good. To be honest, I actually missed that one because um, my friend wasn't home from work yet, and I actually kind of fell asleep, so I didn't see that match. It was a sleeper. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was a good way to kick off the pre-show, and we might as well go into the second match. Well, hold on. Time out. Back right. to Ziggler. That makes me I, – I know I'm jumping ship five weeks ahead, but a rumored match is Rusev or Ziggler. In your opinion, who goes over in that one? My honest-to-God opinion, I think Ziggler does because they want to make Lana more of a star than Rusev. Normally, so, normally Ziggler loses, but this isn't about Ziggler. I think it's about Lana. I think they're just going to use Ziggler to propel Lana. Even if Ziggler loses, I guess... It's not going to matter. I think the whole thing's going to be about Lana and not Rusev. Well, but... I don't know. What? That's my point. I feel that that's burying Rusev. I mean, like I said earlier about that program of him, Owens, and Cesaro, if that happens, I'm all for it. I'm completely 100% okay with that. Like, last week on SmackDown, Cesaro beat Rusev clean. Only the second man to do that since John Cena. And you know what? Normally, I would be pissed off. But in that case, I was like, I'm totally okay with it. I'm okay with Rusev going after the IC title. Oh, That's what he I'm needs okay it. with. I think he could do good with that belt. Yeah. I, I don't know if you have any more to, before we go to match number two. Randy Orton defeating Sheamus. Dude, I lost the parkour title at like 8.30. <laughs> That's like a new record. Yeah, oh, yeah. You were down 2 nothing at that point. Holy shit. Yeah, at that point, I was like, well, I lost. <laughs> I honestly didn't think they'd have the uh, hometown boy go over in his hometown. So I feel like... Uh, that, that was my guessing going with it. I'm like, they're in St. Louis. I'm like, dude, Randy Orton's hot as hell right now, so why not? Yeah, I mean, I still think they should do more with Sheamus cheating or doing more heel tactics. Because, like... I get his demeanor, and he's kind of like a mean dick. But until he, like, tries to gain unfair advantages, I have a hard time buying him as a heel. I, honest to God, don't think he's going to win any world title with that cash-in. I don't see it. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Would, I, I thought the match was okay, but it could have had different elements to it. Well, you know, hey, I mean... It wasn't the greatest match, but, like... But it got the crowd pumped. That's because Randy Orton hometown, you know, it's like a good kickoff for it's a pay-per-view. A just, it's not, like, it's, it's not fresh. Yeah, like, I know there's a little bit of builds, but I wasn't totally sold on the Scrudge match. I didn't know what they were really fighting for. Like, I don't know. But I, I, I did enjoy it, but certain things... I don't know, it could have been booked a little bit different, but it was, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch, see the crowd get into it. Fun to watch. Uh, I don't know if you got any, anything else before we move on. Primetime players defeating the New Day. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I think we all did. I mean, it's just I'm just waiting for a matter of time till New Day explodes and they're fighting each other. I mean, I just... 
I still rather... I think they took the titles off them too quick. To be honest. I can see that. Because without the titles, it really hurts their positive heel gimmick. I, I, I hope they win... If they're in the hunt, I hope they win at SummerSlam. Which, by the way, I I was also almost looking at tickets for that, too. And then dude, I, go for it. Dude, I was almost looking in, like, both me and my buddy Nick, we were looking in the tickets for NXT, SummerSlam, and The Raw the next day. Just The Raw? Is it New York or New I Jersey? Think it, I think it is in Barclays. <laughs> it's in Barclays. Really? It's like three nights of wrestling, dude. If I lived in New York, that would be so fucking tits. And, <laughs> you know... It's not WrestleMania, but it's the next biggest event. Exactly. I know the Royal Rumble is pretty big, but SummerSlam is the party of the summer. It is the summer's main event. And the main event of that pay-per-view, which we'll get to later, is going to blow the Barclay Center roof off. They might have to call on a construction company the next day to put the roof roof. back on. (laughs) Or Raw that same night, where the aftermath of that main event will be happening, and they'll need to put another roof on on Tuesday. It'll be the Sky Dome, brother. (laughs) <laughs> yep, it'll be uh, retractable. <laughs> All right, um, what do you what do you think of uh, primetime players? Like, I like them, but I can't buy them as champions. Every time I do that taunt that Titus does, I sound like a retarded seal. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Um, I mean, I know they're both nice people. That Titus O'Neil has gotten a lot better wrestling wise. He has. I do like and the tag. Watching him move around in that ring is like. He's a big man. He's agile. Watching him manhandle Big E too. I think when he when he gets him into the the slam and he just throws him away. Like, dude, I think they're good. Darren Young, nothing gay about that guy. He is one hundred percent great. He is gay. I, I guess Stephanie hinted at a possible gay angle that Darren Young could do. That in the PG era does not work. It wouldn't work if they go gay. And and I don't want it to be flamboyant. The kids aren't going to get it. You know what? No, we're, it's gay marriage is legal, whatever your opinion is. 50 states, is, actually. In all 50, 50 states. states. Honestly, if they do do the gay thing, I just don't want them to make him stereotypely like, flamboyant. Like, oh, stop. Like, look at Dalton Castle in Ring of uh-huh. Honor. Love him. I think he's booked really well. And he you can tell he's got a little bit of a gay thing going on, but... He hasn't really it's come not, out and said it. It's not, like, overly flamboyant. Yeah, I mean, he does have, like, the the outfit. His, like, with his manservants. Yeah, like, I don't know. It works well. Like, it's it's not overly, like, it's like, it's not Rico. It's not Rico. Oh, Rico no. was kind of overly flamboyant over the top. Oh, the Billy and Chuck thing, that was, like... I thought the Billy and Chuck thing was great, to be honest. It, it was, it was. That's what I'm saying. For a gay angle, that was good. Yeah, if they want to revisit something like that, like see what worked with that, I think I think they could. It just have all good. for me comes down to is the PG era. I know gay marriage is legal in all fifty states, but like, is that PG to have a gay wrestler and like portray him as gay, even though he really is gay? Will kids get it? Will that like you know? I can see why the primetime players are so over with the crowd it's their movements you know like yeah the crowd millions really of dollars big. millions of dollars you know uh, and I'm glad they got the belts I mean I think what I want from them more is like 
like more TV time or something. I just want to watch. Like, remember when they did those little skits that were like two minutes long or a minute long, and they'd make fun of the tag team? I thought those were great. Maybe if they did like some more of those, I could be more invested. That's the big thing. I'm not fully invested in the team because I don't really, I don't know all, all too much about them. Really, I know Titus O'Neil's the dad of the year. And Darren Young's gay. That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, but then that tag division is so bad. I mean, they got it's New Day. Like, Titus O'Neil could be a singles competitor. I wish they'd do more with Lucha Dragons. I like that they're back on TV. I hate what they did with the, the Ascension. Stop typing. I'll kill you. <laughs> Look at you trying to be nonchalant. Okay, that's enough typing for me. Um, but yeah, like the tag team is kind of weak until until they get a uh, fucking big cast and Enzo up there. Soft. They are going to win over that crowd so goddamn badly. The merch. I mean, they're the modern day New Age Outlaws, is what I pretty much put them down to. And Cass is seven feet tall, and you can't. And he's teach athletic that. as all hell. You can't teach yeah. that. And Enzo is just, he's he's got the he's, charisma factor. He does. He drips charisma. He's like the road dog, and Big Cass is like the Billy Gun. He's the muscle. I don't know. They got a lot of money with that team. And if I get to see them live, I'm going to scream, how you doing? In Brooklyn, New York, of all fucking places. How you doing? How you doing? I just thought about that. They better have a tag team title match at that goddamn event, or I'll be pretty Against, pissed. Against uh, Boring and Dumber? Tweedledee and Tweedledum, as I called them. Who have Alexa Bliss as their manager, right? Ah, those lucky bastards. But anyway, <laughs> I, I guess that's it for this match. Uh, this the next one we have a lot to talk about, actually, to be honest. I really think we do. Yeah. All right, uh, Bray Wyatt uh, defeating Roman Reigns. Okay, Luke Harper could be a lot on his own. He could. Um, is he over singly? Not really, but I think he, he has was potential. an IC champion. That was—I don't know if that was a fluke or just a. We're going to give it to you. Something I don't know. But then he went on to have that ladder match for the belt with Ziggler. That was a five-star classic. I love that match. Um, he can work. Bray Wyatt. You know. Okay, I see Eric Rowan's out. But this actually, what I read today, um, SummerSlam coming up, there might be a six-man tag match. Dean oh. Ambrose and Roman Reigns. I heard about this. With the icon. Yeah, because in Bray, in Bray Wyatt's little big, uh, the video package, Anyone you do you? notice, if you notice, on the womb of, that, of this lady who's pregnant, Sting is written across it. Is it? Yes. No shit. You know when they play all that? Yeah. And you see the pregnant lady? It says sting right on the, t- the stomach. Oh, because it flashes so quick. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've caught it, like, every time I see it, you know? Like, go ahead and watch it, like, you know, later or something. Where? And see if you catch it. Good call, Ed. I don't think I caught that. I remember I just, I was watching it that one night. I, like, you know, really paying attention to it. I'm like, that said sting on it. Why? Yeah, now we know why. But then... Rowan's out for about six months, so who would be the third member of that team? Bo Dallas. Sister Abigail. It all comes full circle. (laughs) (laughs) 
See, it all comes full if circle. If he gets a pinfall, I'd like to see him run around the ring in his victory lap. I did it! I did it! I did it! <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Bo Dallas was funny as shit at the uh, Manchester show. He was pretty goddamn funny. He's funny. He's not here for the fame or the money. He's here for the money. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I don't know who the six men would be, to be honest. Unless, I don't know, who, who do you think they could recruit for that, honestly? Well. Who would side for Bray Wyatt? I know, we, I know we just joked about it, but... Bo it, Dallas. It could be Bo Dallas, to be honest. He hasn't done Because when you're looking when you're looking on like the darkness of the that, that team, unless Kane joins the darkness. You know he's coming back with a mask. It's gotta happen. It's about time. I think him and Brock are gonna have a match with him in the mask. You know We'll talk about it actually soon. Right. Yeah, we'll talk about it. There's a lot of fucking avenues we could go but what'd you think um, of the match itself i thought the match was really good it was a good it was a good match um, was Ray good. wyatt is one of the best workers they have yeah roman reigns i i still i'm not on the roman hate train i haven't been for a while i'm not his biggest fan but like i i if i okay if i were to buy merch or choose who i like he's not my number one choice yeah we all know who my number one choice is Moscow. Rusev. Whatever you say, I don't care. People can trash on him all they want. I love him. I know. I we, 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 we spent many podcasts talking about your love for the Bulgarian brute, who's not from Russia. But, but hey, that's close enough. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> you French-American. I'm sorry, that was still pretty goddamn funny. Kevin Owens, his face. French? <laughs> French American. What? When did he say that? It was like two weeks ago on Raw. He called him a French Canadian or a French American. Who? Rusev. He called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. That happened on Raw two weeks ago. No, I didn't. But now I now I don't feel as dumb. And Kevin Owens is confusing the two. Well, yeah. Um, it was a good, it, it was a good match. Longest good match. match. I'm, I'm glad Bray Wyatt. Actually, it was t- almost, yes, it was about 31 seconds longer than the U.S. title match. Yeah. I'm glad um, Ray won as well. He needed a win. But you do know that that means that if they do have a six-man, Roman Reigns' team is going to win the SummerSlam. Got to. I mean, because you had Sting lose to Triple H. Thank God. I'm glad he lost. I said it. I could see it both ways. Uh, yeah. But, okay, I'll defend Derek on this one, too, because I think he would side with me. WCW, we were big. De- well, I know I was, and he was too. You <laughs> I can't say we because this cocksucker so, is the only one here. <laughs> so I know you were a big WWE guy because you've never watched WCW, which is a crying shame. I one of these days, thing. I'm gonna. One of these days, I'm gonna come up to Keen, kidnap you, bring you home, and we're gonna watch Nitro all day long. I watched the first three episodes of Nitro. Those aren't the best ones. <laughs> I know. Those aren't the best. I know. The I first knew. one was in a fucking mall, dude. Yeah, and um, Sabu was there. <laughs> ECW signs everywhere. Jushin Thunder Liger was on that first hey, one. He faced Pillman. Yep. Spaghetti but, Mania. But then, like, you know, Pasta Mania, by the way. <laughs> Episode two. All right, go on. 
But, you know, having Hulk Hogan, Sting's arch nemesis, hand him the bat, made no sense to have the NWO help Sting when they were totally against each other in WCW. But, like, you take, you buy all this money, you spend all this money merchandising, appearances, the contract itself, getting Sting to the WWE, and then his first match at WrestleMania, he loses. I still understand it, though, because at the same but time... But then I also look at it from this perspective, like Triple H, H, H is there the next The day. face of WWE, and Triple H is an integral part of the storylines right now, and... You know how many people Sting will, Sting will, I think Sting will get the... If there's a six-man tag at SummerSlam, I think Sting win. gets pinfall. Sting gets pinfall. Yeah. Or the Scorpion Deathlock. I'm still trying to think of what that, what that fucking third man would be for the Wyatts. Like, would would Triple H give someone from the Authority to Bray Wyatt because Sting's back? Who's like, that? Big Show, Kane. Shit, would he put maybe, Rusev in it? Maybe he would put Kane. Kane's the only logical guy because he's about as dark as Bray Wyatt can be. Yeah, and like I feel like Triple H would be like, oh shit, the Vigilante's back. Don't even Batman. They- that I don't know. There, there's a lot of things we're going to have to I think that at. is the dumbest crock of shit ever. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll wait to see what happens. Uh, n- any more thoughts on that match? Nope. The next match, which was a triple threat, but not the one we were expecting, but I was okay with it. Charlotte versus defeated Brie Bella and Sasha Banks via submission. Great match. It was my second favorite match of the night. You know, watching it with my friends, they were all saying, oh, Charlotte Flair looks like a man. Looks like a man. I'm like, yeah, she has no ass, but dude, I think she's one of the sexiest divas out there. I was talking. I don't care. I don't care if she looks like her father. Don't care. The only thing, like me and Wayne were talking about this a while ago. I feel like Charlotte needs a different attire because I don't think it compliments her. Yeah, she's in shape, but you got to keep in mind, yeah, she really doesn't have an ass or hips. I know it's body language and I'm kind of, like body bashing, but I'm I'm just trying to put it this way. Like her attire just doesn't work with her. I feel like the shorts are too short, you know? I don't know. What do you think? Like I, I feel like there could be just like a different attire that would just work with her better. To hide her flaws more. Like um I, I don't know, just the current watching one, that it's like yeah. The current it goes one looks legs awkward. And, it goes legs and then chest, it's like well, I'm saying she there is. She is beautiful. Don't get me wrong; she is gorgeous. But I just and the she's the new power. She's a, she's the new dominant diva. Yes, she is. No the, doubt about it. Uh, superior. What DNA superior? I forget what the hell the thing was. She's Genet- the uh, Beth Phoenix now. Genetically superior. That was it. Yep. Move over, Tamika. You're not tech. You're not that anymore. Uh, and also, I just want to say, good job, Brie Bella, because did you notice she was off to the side most of the match so the rest of the girls could get their shit in? Did you notice she's getting fat? Do you think she's... Pre- no, she can't be wrestling pregnant. No, 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 I don't think... I, I mentioned that, but then my friend's like, she wouldn't be wrestling. I'm like, hey, you're right. But she looks I, like I, she's... Her love handle, she's getting some pudge there, dude. I don't think she's fat, but also... She's getting there. Also, I could see her just not giving a fuck too much because I don't think she's going to resign whenever her contract is over. But Because I know she wants to be a mom. We all do. Come on. Everyone watches Total Divas. Even me and Ed do. Sorry. I had to catch up on the rest of this season. but It's been pretty good. But, like, I don't, I don't think I watched Bree, the first one. I don't think Bree's 
I, I didn't catch any weight gain. I was I was just applauding her. I just noticed it from my side angles. I, I applaud her for just would standing I still off fuck to her? the side. Yes, I would. I think she's still <laughs> hot. But, like, I noticed she's got a little pudge. I'm not one to talk, but... But, hey, I, I'm glad she stepped off to the side for a little bit to let Sasha and Charlotte kind of work and show what they can do, because... Let's face it, not everyone has watched NXT. Ed, I know you're not, like, the most avid NXT watcher. But I pay attention to it. To but know you do. You pay attention. But, yep, good good for Charlotte. I'm, I'm happy for the next next little thing. Uh, I just can't wait until Nikki Bella loses the belt, because I think she's just, she's... I like, like I know that she's, I know she's afraid of losing her spot, but it's, it was bound to happen eventually. I... I don't know. I don't think she's really afraid of losing her spot because she has gone on record so many times and saying, I want Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha and Bailey up right now because she has noticed how great they're like doing there. So when, I think, is Bailey gonna, when is Bailey going to come up? I think it's best to hold her back another couple months just because I know it's going to be Sasha Banks versus Bailey at NXT, and I think Bailey's going to win. I think that's Bailey's moment. Oh, because Sasha Banks is officially on the roster? Pretty much. It's going to be her graduation ceremony. So, yeah. Because if you call up four of your top ones, what the fuck do you have left? You have Dana Brooke, Emma, Carmella, and Alexa. Emma's not going to do anything. I'm the only Emma fan on this podcast. I know. I know. I think she has... She. I don't know. I just don't see her. Like, I don't... I see it. I just don't I know think, she has the accent. She she's hot, but like I just don't think she's found herself. Is what she yet? Yeah, but she anyway. has found some per- She's ha- she has found some merchandise at stores before, but we all know how that turned out. She ended up stealing it. But hey, I'm glad she got a second chance. I am too, because come on, it's not like she hit a kid with a fucking piece of wood. That would be pretty cool, though. If she hit a kid with a piece of wood, what the fuck? Piece of shit. <laughs> hey, maybe the kid had it coming. Hey. Jesus Christ. All right, let's talk about the next match, because the next two we have a fuck ton to talk about. John um, Cena defeated Owens via submission. Fucking, when was the last time John Cena made someone tap out? It's, um, and you build up Kevin Owens to be this fucking tough guy, and he taps out. This all goes back to, like, that article I was reading earlier. It's like, why are they burying Kevin Owens? You notice that I, I've always crapped on Cena, and lately we I've respected all... him more. Why? Because look at who he's faced in the last six months. since the beginning of the year. Six months. Rusev. Ever since SummerSlam or not SummerSlam? Rusev. Maybe. That was his first major test because Rusev's a powerhouse who's agile and you know quick. He's good. The U.S. title open. You know Cesaro, Neville. He's faced Sami Zayn. He's faced far superior wrestlers than him. Then he comes up against Kevin Owens, who's a wrestling machine. There's no, I, I know he doesn't have the look, but he has the skill that's better than half the wrestling world. And he can talk. He can ad-lib. He can go. He looks like he's cross-eyed a lot, but he's French-Canadian, so I let it slide. <laughs> John Cena has needed to bust out a bigger array of moves. Like, you notice that flip powerbomb he does? Yeah. I never thought John Cena would ever do, do something like that. Yeah, because he's got to keep up because everyone else is looking better than him. And honest- I know that his spot's going to come up eventually, and he, he, he ain't going to wrestle forever. And this entire thing double pisses me off because Kevin Owens lost. This should have been his moment, 
And then the other thing that pisses me off is on Raw, John Cena and Seth Rollins had a segment on who's the better champion. You know how much that pissed me off? Because Ring of Honor literally just did that a month ago with Jay Lethal and Briscoe. With the, and Jay Lethal won the title. Yes. And you want to know why that was a better feud than Seth Rollins and Cena? Because Briscoe was not pinned for two and a half years. And Lethal was the TV champion for over a year. It was way more believable. And I was more... Wow, Briscoe wasn't pinned for two and a half years? Two and a half years, Ed. Just 2013. And guess fucking what? John Cena and Seth Rollins have held their titles for only seven months. Or not even, like six months. Wow, it's been that long? Like, when the hell was Mania? Was it end of March or was it April? I think it was April 1st or 2nd. Okay, yeah, I think it was. So, like, what? May? Yeah, it's only been three months. Yeah. It seems like it's been a year for the U.S. title, but... It's been three months, and you want me... You're expecting me to believe that these two really think... I I can't. See, with Lethal and Briscoe, I fully believed that, you know what? Jay Lethal, he's a champion. I believed it when he said, I'm better than the world champion. This championship is the one that matters. So what you're saying is, if Cena and Rollins do face off... I'm going to be pissed. Cena is winning. Cena is the only guy that can work. And it, well, will it be a title? Will it be a title match? It'll be title Are you for serious? title. He's the only guy. That, like me, he's and, the only guy that can work with him. Well, me and Derek talked about it. And me and Wayne talked about it. I, honest to God, before Cena came out, I was thinking Cena because I'm like, I have no idea what big baby face. Like he, Seth needs a big baby face. Cena is the only one. And it sucks. So what you're trying to say is he was legit the only one. In the near future, Ric Flair's reign will be, record At, will be tied. I'm calling it now. John Cena is going to beat Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. I can see it. I see it. I can see it. Don't say that. I see it. I can't see John Cena, but I can see it. It makes sense. I can see that's where they're going. And then you saw on Raw, Kevin Owens in that final main event, like everyone was kind of picking on Rusev, like leaving the tag match. And then Kevin Owens, like, what did he powerbomb, I think, Rusev? And then he just like, pushed him and then walked away. No, he super kicked him, super kicked him. And then was about to walk away, looks at Cena, gives him a nod, and then walks away. That's how I knew. What do you mean a nod? Like a like, nod? Like, like look at me in the like. I know no one in the uh, in the podcasting audio, but it's like you know if you're seeing a bro in the hallway and you just kind of you know give him like a little head up, like a little nod, like a what's up? Yeah, like a what's up kind of nod. Like, and then he walks away. That's how I knew the feud died. We're not going to get Cena Owens ever again for the U.S. title at least. The feud's oh. over. And Kevin Owens should have been the guy to take the U.S. title. I honestly think they're going to have John Cena win both titles and then retire the U.S. title. That's what I think they're doing. So then basically all the other mid-card guys who are not in tag teams will be fighting for the IC belt. Yep. Because nobody... So what, are they going to put John Cena against Rusev again? And then have Rusev get crushed again? There's going to be no title. It's just going to be IC belt... I can I can almost guarantee that's going to happen now. They can't get rid of the U.S. belt. I hope that's they don't. Stupid. 
I hope they don't, but if they're going title for title, guess which one's going away? Unless Cena's going to be a fighting champion like Jay Lethal's trying to be. No. Dude, that would just be horrible. <laughs> no, I... That's why I... Cena should have lost that title, given it to Kevin to elevate, and if he wanted to go after the world title, have him go after the world title. Well, then what about Sheamus with the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase? I'll fucking stab myself if he wins. Actually, don't quote me on that, because knowing WWE's current booking, that could happen. It probably will I don't want Sheamus to win. I can't buy him as... I'm not invested in his character fully yet. He's not ready for that title. It doesn't um, matter if you are, as long as the main... The WWE, you know... Executives but, are. But I will say, John Cena, Kevin Owens, the match itself was great. I hated the finish. Yep. I did too. I didn't like it. I thought Owens was going to win. Did you see the... Uh, when, they, when the camera panned away, uh, there was a couple... A, like a boy and a girl wearing John Cena shirts, like celebrating. Then, like two people over, there was a couple wearing Kevin Owens shirts, looking confused as fuck. <laughs> it is so good. Go- I'll send you the link. It's pretty goddamn funny. I don't know if you noticed well, that. I thought they were. I so John Cena wins another feud. He beat Owens two to one. Owens should have been the guy to take the title. That's, he beat Rusev two to one. It's a missed opportunity. But yeah, the match itself was great. Hated the finish. And I speaking of opportunities that weren't missed. Wait, what if Kevin Owens joins the Wyatts? Jesus Christ, he has nothing. He has nothing to what? do it. That makes no sense. Because he has nothing to do at SummerSlam. He has nothing. He has nothing. He has nothing. What if? It's the only thing I can see him squeaking his way into. How? That makes no... He's got a pop-up powerbomb sting. That's it. I can see Triple H being like, look, we need something to do because I'm sick of the bullshit. Thank God Eric Rowan's hurt. (laughs) Uh, Can we just try to squeeze Owens in? Because right now he has nothing. And you made him look weak by tapping out. I'd rather of him been pinned and then complain about it. Tapping out, that means he gave up. I don't know. Ed, any final bring-ups? Because I'm just going to beat a dead horse here. No, I'm good. I'm on to the next one. Next and final match of the night. Brock Lesnar defeated <laughs> Nine minutes long. And 11 what? suplexes. Or 13. It was, it was 13? Holy 13. shit. It was 13. But he defeated him via disqualification. Why, must you ask? Gong. Because the dead man is back. Were you pissed that the Undertaker stories were leaked all over the internet before he came out? I was. Yes. Because it took away and from no, the moment. But be- I was still shocked when, he, when I heard the gong and the lights went out. Because like, I was thinking, even though I read it, I'm like... Even, all my friends, they read it. They heard it. But I'm like, yeah. eh. I was like, will he really come out of Battleground? I didn't like. I always had that doubt of like it's so minor of a pay per view. It's like he won't come back. You know, he might be on Raw tomorrow, but he won't come back tonight. I think what got it for me was I saw the pictures of him walking to the building. I never saw the pictures. I saw so. them. I think that's what kind of took me away from the moment a little bit. I'm like fuck. I wish I didn't do that to myself, but literally it was all over Twitter. 
But yeah, it was awesome seeing the gong, like seeing the gong, hearing the gong, and the lights come <laughs> on, and he's right there staring Lesnar, who looks scared shitless. Unfortunately, his back wasn't shaved, so I was noticing how hairy it was. I'm not gonna lie, his face looked really older than usual. He he didn't look yes. good. He did not look good. But I think he's in decent shape. Yeah. At least he didn't come back looking really old and raggedy like he did a few years ago. Yeah. You know, his, his, his mohawk stages were the worst. I almost rather him have the mohawk than this dad hair. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. It's dad hair. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am looking at the positive. But Grandpa, um, I'm thinking of this as a positive, though. Even though the whole internet seems to be pissed, Taker's back. I know you and I are actually happy Taker's back. After watching Raw yes. Monday night, not watching all of it, but seeing the key points to me, um, especially the brawl between the two, the tension those two bring into the ring. It made the feud like, better. When Paul Heyman was there and I saw, heard the gong, I almost said saw the gong like you did, but <laughs> heard the gong and then saw Undertaker there, I'm like, then when I heard that Brock's music hit and he ran to the ring, I'm like, oh shit, here we go. And they were going fist of cuffs and Triple H get security out there. They couldn't hold him apart. Then he just stand up there. The whole roster comes down and they can't even hold Brock Lesnar and Undertaker apart. Brock got free like four times to land punches on the Undertaker, and the Undertaker got free like twice. You know, they couldn't do it. And I was like, I will, I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, SummerSlam's going to be electric. I will say it made Undertaker look a lot better because. I don't know, when I, when I saw him at Battleground, he did look kind of old and raggedy, but I forgot all about that, and that brawl made him look a lot better. Exactly. Oh, and I hate to break the news to you, but SummerSlam is sold out, so I don't think you'd be able to make it to it. No, StubHub. They had tickets. Oh. Because StubHub okay. buys half of fucking everything. Bastards. Um, let's see, yeah. Undertaker, Brock, I'm excited for it, and the thing I keep telling people about the feud is I'm treating this as the farewell tour of the undertaker. Cause I think after WrestleMania 32, he's done forever. Oh, can I tell you, uh, that's probably, that's probably why he came back. You're right. I do see him ending. He has to end the farewell. He tour. Has to, he has to, he can't just like have one last year. That's it. Cause honestly, like you have to know, you have to know he's on his retirement tour. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it has, like, he has to win over Brock. I'm sorry, but, yeah, he's going to win at SummerSlam. Oh, but, I know. Yeah, but uh-huh. if, if he doesn't, I'm going to be kind of pissed at that because I don't want to wait till WrestleMania to have them go at it again. Um, <laughs> Would they really go at it a third time? Probably. But uh, I was listening to JR's podcast, and you know what his idea was? He what? said at WrestleMania 32 have champion John Cena take on the dead man in a title versus career match, but The Undertaker wins, and then the next night on Raw, he drops the title in the middle of the ring, and the rest of Raw kind of fades to black, and that's the last time you see the dead man. Make him go out in style. JR, JR said this? Yeah, JR, JR. He was, you know, fantasy booking it. You know, fantasy booking. So it's probably Have not him happen. win the title one last time, then just drop it and Drop it the vanquish. next night. Vac- vanc- yeah, vacate it. Vacate it. 
relinquish. Would John Cena be up for that, though? That's the thing. Because I know that a lot of his feuds and match outcomes, they go through him. Guess what? They don't, they don't book him. They ask John, do you want to do this? Do you want to put this guy over? Do you want to go over? What do you want us to do? He, he, he basically... It's not just any guy, though. This isn't any guy. This is the Undertaker. Oh, no, no, no. But, like, would John Cena be smart to say, I'm going to let the Undertaker beat me for the belt at WrestleMania 32? How many fucking no times way. has Cena won the title at Mania? I'm sorry. I don't, he's I had, don't remember. He's had so many moments. He's had so many moments. I'm sorry. I mean, yes, Undertaker's had a shit more moments than him, but this is the final moment. There's a difference. I don't know. It's like, I think if they were to do that, they would do the same for John Cena when he finally decides to retire, like, several years from then, you know? Um, They did it for Hulk Hogan. He didn't win the belt, but, like, his last WrestleMania as a competitor was 2003, and he beat Vince McMahon in a street fight. Yeah. I... Rockin'... And I was hinting at this on Twitter, on Pot is War Podcast Twitter. After that brawl, this is what I said on Twitter. Do you feel like hell in a cell? I was actually talking to a co-worker yesterday about that. Do you think you can I, go in I a cell? I was telling him about it, and I'm like, well, the, the, my friend was like, you got to cage him up. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking hell in a cell. They have to do SummerSlam hell in a cell. It's already a blood feud. They can't, like, they have to pry them apart. Yeah, you can't just have them fight in a regular ring. It has to be hell on a cell. And if there's blood, let it be. Let that happen. I think they would. As much as Vince McMahon hates it, let him shed. This isn't your typical run-of-the-mill match. This is two of the biggest draws in the business. Because guess what? Because the Undertaker still draws. And guess what? Brock Lesnar... He bladed at Mania. If you can have one more exception, this would be the exception. And the thing. And then was, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 32, John Cena versus The Undertaker fantasy booking from JR perspective and what I'd like to see. I like if that. they want to sell out, they want to set records, that's your ticket right there. I, I kind of don't want Sting Taker. I, I wouldn't be mad if they did. I wouldn't be mad, but part of me says, eh, I feel like there could be But then what if they have, like, what if that's their final match? Both of them, and neither of them can answer. Like, make it a last man standing. Neither um, of them can answer the 10 count. Honestly, it, it, I, I know Derek will have a mixed opinion on it because I know Sting lost last year. If they do have a match, Undertaker has to win. It's his pay-per-view. It's his company. It's his event. It's his state. That's his moment. I think Sting would be okay with that. I think he would do the favors. Because Sting is a company guy. He's 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 all for the business. Yeah. Like, you look at the whole Attitude Era. He could have went to WWE. WWE, nope. He's stuck. He's stuck with WCW. You got the <laughs> hiccups, didn't you? Yep. WCW. He stuck with WCW through thick and thin, man. He went out in the blaze with them, man. Well, (laughs) we should probably start to get going before the hiccups ultimately destroy you. Hopefully. There you go. But, yeah. I think I'm better. We actually almost had a full show tonight. (laughs) 
But yeah, any more final bring-ups bring between Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, John Fox, Actually, <laughs> I do have a bring-up. You may not believe it, because it may not have happened. But wait, but are, we, are we about to go into it? I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, I know this is Flash Flanagan's favorite <laughs> little segment. Ed be on, to be honest, Flash is mine too. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get ready, brace yourselves. This is Kayfabe News. Good evening, folks. I'm Ed Fournier with your Kayfabe News. Our first story actually is a continuation of Monday night's Monday Night Raw brawl. The Undertaker and Lesnar brawl re-erupts at a local Applebee's. Patrons at a Kansas City Applebee's restaurant were shocked last night when right in the middle of half-priced fiery fajitas, happy hour, WWE superstars Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker burst through the front door in a wild brawl. Lesnar wrapped his massive arms around The Undertaker's waist and German suplexed him through the bottomless soup and salad bar, disrupting the highbrow ambience for which the restaurant chain is best known. The brawl, which started during a broadcast of WWE Raw at the nearby Sprint Center, had also reignited at a rental car business, a hotel lobby, and a strip club before bursting into the Applebee's, according to witnesses around Kansas City. Dozens of WWE mid-card performers stampeded into the restaurant moments later, determined for reasons unclear to pull The Undertaker and Lesnar apart, rather than just letting the men settle their differences through fisticuffs and grappling. Finally, it took Applebee's assistant night manager, Corey McGuire, to pry the men apart by promising each a two-for-one jalapeno poppers platter <laughs> with a complimentary soft drink. With that, Lesnar and The Undertaker agreed to disagree and sat down for a tense but cordial meal that Lesnar later described it as an unintelligible per- pterodactyl shriek. Ah! <laughs> Our next story out of WWE, this unemployed man visited his former workplace and you won't believe what happens next. Onlookers were stunned Sunday night when a bedraggled and angry-looking man walked into his former workplace and gave one of his past colleagues a big surprise in the form of a gravestone pile smasher. During a sudden brief but brief power outage, the disgruntled man sneaked up behind his former colleague, a notorious workplace bully identified as Barack Lester, and attacked him with his WWF-like maneuver. Though the unemployed man's name remains a mystery, witnesses said his ashen demeanor and dark, menacing eyes gave him the countenance of a mortician. It is not known why the mysterious man became unemployed, though. Rumor has it he was fired due to a streak, Naked Dash, he performed at the company's annual office party. The entire brouhaha was filmed by a rotund, jolly man in a dark suit who identified himself as Paul E. Beresley. The footage is below if you check out kfabenews.com. Speaking of kayfabe, I'm Ed Fournier with the kayfabe newsflash. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for that. I guess guess that will do it for uh, for this week. Um, do you have any final bring-ups before we go home? I know uh, next... Well, I guess, yeah, next weekend you and I are going to Wrestling Under the Stars in Lowell, Massachusetts. No, that's not this weekend. Well, that's next, next weekend. I said next weekend. Right. So, not well, next show, but, but the one afterwards, uh, we'll, we'll have a little review of the event. I'm sure there'll be pictures. If Cody can meet the Young Bucks... It will be a fantastic day. I will take a picture of that. And if I and can if I, meet Maria, if I could, that'd be sweet if too. I could bone Mickey James, I'll be happy too. I'll let people know I if will, that happens. I will, I, I will take her to the dugout and bone her right there. Has it's anyone like, seen Ed? Yeah, he's hitting a home run in the uh, visitor stand. Okay. 
And that's where I will regain what's rightfully mine, the podcore title. Congrats, Ed. Congrats on winning that fucking thing again. I am the champion of games. <laughs> I kept on fighting till the end. We are the champions. Ed is the champion. No time for Cody, cause he is a loser of the world. At least I'm something. <laughs> hey, you're a two-time champion. Thank you. I thought it was you're a three-time. Time. You're a three-time former champion. Okay, I'll go with that. And, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of anything else. Special shout-out to, uh, Ethan, Ethan Colvin. I know he's been tweeting at us. He's been tweeting at me on the Twitter. He likes our show. He liked us last week. He said we were. Why doesn't he follow me? Because I, I I bond with him. But I'll tell him follow the Fredster with like eighty seven hours. It's on the uh, Facebook page, Ethan. And it's always good talking to you. It's good talking to Kernzy, uh, Curtis Cash. It's good talking to all of you guys, Cody. Flash Flanagan. Flash Flanagan. Always, always good talking to him. And if you guys want to talk to us, be cool like them. You can go uh, follow us on Pot is War on Twitter. Or be yourself and follow us. Also, don't forget to follow DGoz22. Yep, shout out Instagram to Instagram and Twitter. Our colleague who is MIA today due to family issues. Yep. We hope they are soon resolved and he's back next week with us to jibber-jabber about wrestling talk. Yeah. And, yeah, make sure to follow us on Pot is War podcast on Twitter. Like us on Facebook, Pot is War. Um, subscribe on iTunes, and you can subscribe on SoundCloud, and you get the instant goodness of our podcast. I guess that will do it tonight. Ed puts on his Ray Mysterio. Is that a Sin Cara mask or Ray Mysterio? It's a Sin Cara mask, yeah, it's bro. It's a Sin Cara mask. Jesus. Congrats on winning that, by the way. You won the podcore title. And it's a Sin Cara mask. You, you can imagine there'll be, a, there'll be a picture of me posted holding, holding that belt and wearing that mask eventually when I get the belt. In August. Which ain't that far away. But I guess no, that, not really. July July is almost behind us. If I can go to two wrestling events and some awesome concerts. Dude, this, this month, for me, wrestling-wise, is a year is going to be great. Live event in May, Manchester. We're going to an independent show August 2nd. And TLCS on December 13th. That's when it is, right? Yeah. Also... And I, possibly Raw in October. Yeah, I don't think it's been announced yet, but I've heard other people on podcasts talk about it so i think it's happening and you bet your sweet tits i'm gonna go to that what? that's happening don't bet what your you? tits though what the raw in august october dude i'm going to that i haven't been to a raw in so long my first dude i'm gonna try a raw i'm taking that day off work sorry work or i'll take an it, early even day. if i work till five or something i will try to I will be tired the next day, but it'll be totally worth it. Dude, I may be going to NXT, driving the four hours, and then four hours back. That's going to be tired. But, anyway, but just think of all the... Ex- you get to see Owens versus Finn Balor again. Oh, if he comes out painted. Jushin Thunder Liger, he's gonna. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, Samoa Joe, it, it's going to be awesome. SummerSlam. I guess that will do it for this week. I am Codizzle. Alongside I am your new podcore champion, Ed the Fredster Fournier. Until then, you guys, have a week.